Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Praise the Lord. Go to Mark 11:23. We're li- go to Mark 11:20. We're in a supreme life. Let the ushers come and serve you. We're living the supreme life of faith. We had this faith seminar. I think everybody should go back and watch it. I'm being straight with you. But amen, I'm going to hold some of this to you because I want you to get there. Go to Mark 11:20. 20. Everybody, take, get out your phone, get out a pen, get out a paper, get out something to take notes because there ain't no way you're going to be able to receive all this one shot. You got to go back and watch it. I want you to see this and I want you to pull this in. We've got to become more one with this. You say, oh, we're going to learn about faith. Well, yeah, you're going to learn about faith. You never stop learning about faith. Okay? But I want you to get to a better system of faith for your future, Okay? Look at Mark eleven twenty, 20. And, in the morning, and God's going to speak to you. God didn't bring you all the way here not to speak to you. You know? Some of you took a far journey. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes God took a far journey. God will take you out, bring you to some place to hear something, and then put you back in where you need to go. You ready? Yes. Mark eleven twenty. You got your notes out? Good. I'm giving the test after this. Where's your notebook? You got it? It's good. It's nice hair. And in the morning, as they pass by, now you got to understand something about faith. Faith is a belief, but beliefs that are not released don't do anything for your life. Beliefs have to be released. Beliefs, we're living in a supreme life. What's that mean? Life at another level. Okay, the dress rehearsal of the Christian is over, man. You got to live by faith now. You know what I'm saying? You got to live by faith. You got to live by faith. Everywhere you go and everything you do is a faith life now. This ain't like, you know, what I said, the dress rehearsal, it's over, man. You know what I mean? You walk outside the door, you need faith. Come on, guys. Fear is everywhere. Rightfully so, though. You know what I mean? The earth's flipping upside down. The devil's going crazy. You know? I told him in the morning, you know, everybody's like playing this game like, you know, well, you know. No, steal, kill, and destroy is out the door right there, man. It's wants, It's desire. And it's serious. And, you know, you can't just sit there like you stick your head in the sand and pretend it's not there. It's there. And you know what I mean? And we're, and we're going to get, we got to get victory. So you got to become people of faith. I'm, I'm, I'm scrambling to get your faith up. Up, 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 up. Why? Because you got to say, oh, preach a sermon. Now bump that. Teach me something. So this is what I'm teaching you. Supreme faith, next level faith is this. Faith, people don't even know what faith is. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. By it, the elders obtained a good report. We understand the world was framed by the word of God. Yeah, great. What's that mean? How do I get it? What do I do with it? You know, the Bible says you live by faith, you walk by faith, you protect yourself with the shield of faith. The Bible says a lot of stuff about faith. Hebrews eleven six says the only way to please God is with faith, and you need all this faith. And then, so, and then we go in the room, and I tell you all in here, okay, somebody, everybody take out a piece of paper and a pen and write down what faith is. And you know what I'm going to have? 150 definitions pretty much. I'd have 30% people telling me it's substance of things hoped for. I'd have another 30% telling me it's evidence of things not seen. And then the rest would be a big toss-up to what everybody thinks it is. So let me ask you a question. How in the heaven could it be the thing that pleases God, but we cannot clearly identify what it is in a simple answer, and this is the thing we're supposed to be pleasing God with? That's a great question. How come it cannot, can it be seen? Well, yeah, that's another thing, right? It works in an unseen realm. So how do I know whether I'm in it or not? You got a bunch of people waiting and hoping and wishing that something's going to change and it doesn't change. And they think they're in faith and they think time's going to work with faith. But faith doesn't time. We don't work together because faith really moves time. Time doesn't move faith. And now you're in this thing, this place where people in the body of Christ are holding on to God with stuff. And they don't even know if the stuff they're holding on is going to come to pass. So we do it for three months and we don't see anything change in the natural. So we get off of it and we try it again and we try it a different way. And then we go all these other things. And yeah, you're, you're doing all this other stuff. And by the time you get done, you're tired of it and you don't even know what's going on so let's dial it back spin it in and understand this faith is a belief that needs to be formed by the word of god that's what it is faith are beliefs that need to be formed by the word of god but having beliefs formed are not enough because formed beliefs don't change anything release beliefs are the only thing that changed if you're going to live the next life with god you have to have released beliefs well how do i get my beliefs well your beliefs are formed from the word of god just because you're in the church doesn't mean you believe what I believe. Doesn't make a difference. 
your beliefs must be formed by the word of God. How in the heaven do I get beliefs formed? I find by the word says, because faith comes by hearing, Romans 10, right? Said faith, faith is in the heart and faith is in the mouth. Romans 4, right? You can find, you get Romans 4, 17, he called those things that be not as though they were, right? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So how does faith come? By hearing. But here's the problem with faith. If you don't accept what you hear, when you hear it, you become a rejecter. You're labeled a rejecter. The Bible labels a person that's a hearer and not a doer as a rejecter, even though you're a believer. So just because you're a believer, because that's Romans 10. Go to Romans 10, 8. We're going to change this whole thing up. So just, just go. Kentucky, you did a good job in the morning. Let's see if you can do it at 1030. Come on, that was funny. That was funny. That was funny. But once saying it, the word is nigh thee. Even in the mouth and in the heart. So write this down. The word of faith is two places. And man, you should just let me go loose for like a week. If, you had, if I had you for like a week, like eight days, bro, dude. Like a, a week, eight hours, I meant to say. I had you like eight hours a day for seven days. I just wouldn't stop. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm looking at your eyes. I can tell you, this is all cool, man. You guys are ready. You guys are hungry. You know what I'm saying? You guys are hungry because you want to know how it works. It's good. I'm going to show you how it works. And if I go too fast, slow me down. I need to be cute. We need to be effective. Okay? So let's just go slow and get this thing. So, now, check this out. This is what bothered me. I was like, how in the heaven is the word of God come in the abundance of the heart, my mouth speaks, but then what comes out of my mouth doesn't line up to my beliefs. So that's when I knew, I said, okay, I got to get this stuff to connect better because something's not connected. This is how I figured it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, I'm talking goofy. Why am I talking goofy when my beliefs are different than, than my words? You see what I'm saying? You, you, you pulling this in? I'm locating you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm talk, why are you talking broke, sick, messed up, arguing, all this other nonsense, and you're supposed to be speaking out of the abundance of your heart and your spirit, your first Peter 3, 4, is the hidden man of the heart, which is your spirit, because the word, the word of God comes up out of your spirit. How in the heaven am I tapping into both these wells? That's when I figured out the soul and the spirit were connected in the heart, and you can either dip in either bag you want. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. They that love it will eat the fruit thereof. Is that too quick? So you pulling out of either reservoir. That's up to you. He said, what good, is a, what good is a spring that's fused bitter water? He said, you should not be for you. You should only speak life. So where's, your, where's, the, where's, where's the breakdown of the belief system? Here's the problem. We are not, listen to, me, listen to me, America. I love you. Listen to me, church. I love you. But you ain't sold out on this word enough for me yet. You ain't all in yet. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I am. No, you ain't. Because your mouth has to get so entrenched with the word of God that it now is the only thing that's allowed to come out of your mouth. And we all got to train ourselves there because, I mean, you know, pressure shows up. We might say anything. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Pressure shows up, bro. <laughs> Man, I ain't talking about cussing. I'm talking about you like, God, I don't even know you're. Man, God's big enough to handle it but you got to get trained in this thing. It ain't easy. You know what I did one time? I got ornery with God. I told you that time? I told Kev I got ornery with him. I was at the miracle center. I said, I don't care if you answer my prayers. I was preaching. I had a mic. Where that mic at? I had a mic. I was like, God, I'm preaching. I don't care if you answer my prayers. I can care less. All the people looking at me like, Dennis, you should have seen that. That was the best sermon I ever preached in my life because all the guys were amening me and saying, yeah, because I was talking all this unbelief. It was a magical moment. They're like, he finally lost it. We don't have to wait. He won't preach as long. Amen. Great. They were like, they thought they were going to get out early. I have my mic. I was like, I don't care if you answer my prayers. I can care less. Do me a favor. Don't, don't even speak to me. <laughs> this was my sermon. I was, telling, I was walking back and forth. I said, God, I don't care if you speak to me. I don't care. And I don't even want to see you. And you know what? If you, I'm preaching. I was talking to myself. You know how preachers always tell you they're talking to themselves while they're pray, preaching? This is true. Some days. But it's Mike. And I'm like, I don't care if you answer me. I don't care. And you know what? If you said you'd come and reveal yourself to me, I'd tell you not to do it because I don't want to see you. Yeah, it was great. 
I kept preaching. I said, I don't care if you pray. I don't care if I pray you answer a prayer. I don't care if you respond. I don't care what you do, God. You want to do me a favor. Don't touch me. Don't talk to me. Leave me alone. I don't care what you do because I got news for you, and I'm telling everybody in this room, I ain't felt nothing in a couple months. I can care less. I'm going to believe that word. No, either you touch me, answer a prayer, don't do jack. I don't care if you come back from the dead and come through the wall, and if you came to say you want to have a meeting with me right now, I'll tell you sorry. I'm not going to do it because I'm so stuck in this word. I don't need to see your face because seeing you in the natural might set my faith back, and I don't want to screw it up. So do me a favor. Let me just live by faith and not by sight. And the power of God hit me like a two-by-four across my head. A fire of God came on me. That's where faith functions its best. I don't need to see it to believe it. I don't need to see changed circumstances to understand if it works. I don't care if you touch me. I don't care if I drop dead. I'm going to go to heaven and come back and tell you, guess what? I still believe. Send me back to the earth. Because I don't need it. What, you want to see God? No. If you could see God right now, if Jesus walked through the wall and seen you, you want to see him? I said, no, I don't want to see him. It might set my faith back. I don't need to see to believe. I don't want to see to believe. I'm not bragging on me. I'm trying to tell you where you're going to get to eventually. You ain't walking by what you see. But if you're going to walk by what you see and what you need, give me a break. They don't work there. It hit me in the head. The power of God blew up, played man to play, and I felt God's presence. And you know what? Sometimes you've got to walk in seasons of the unknown because faith doesn't work in the seen realm. It works in the unseen realm. And everybody's trying to look in the seen realm to tell me whether faith is working or not. And Jesus is trying to get you to understand that it does not work in the seen, touch, feel, taste, smell, sense world. It works in an unseen realm where you cannot see anything. And I said all that to say this. Look at the scripture over there. Faith is two places. It's in your mouth and in your heart. And until you get your mouth and your heart to connect, you cannot get faith to work at its force that it's supposed to because guess what? It has to have agreement. That's the key that people don't get. Mountain moving faith is formed in the heart, but it's got to be released with the mouth. See, people got, I got beliefs, but until you speak your beliefs, your beliefs ain't doing you nothing. And I got news to you, unspoken beliefs do not keep you in a righteous position with God. My position of righteousness was formed and fixed the moment I got born again. I was made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. But I got news to you, my dominance in the earth is through my confession of my right standing with God that I what? Enforce dominion. Got to have words. He made man a speaking spirit because he wanted to enforce dominion out of man. You ain't got no words, you ain't got no power. You ain't got no words, you ain't got no dominion. What do you do? You're God man with uselessness. You ain't speaking enough. And some of you, when you speaking, you need to stop saying, and a lot of you ain't saying enough. You got to up the word, intake. you got to get that word coming out your mouth. You understand know this? Look what he said there. He said, what? He said, what's saying it? The word is not Well, where's this word? It's in my mouth and in my heart, the word of faith which we preach. What do you mean the word of faith which we preach? Someone said, I thought the word of faith was a movement. No, the word of faith is the Bible. The word of faith which we preach. Where's faith? Two places. Heart, your spirit, your mouth. It's in your spirit and in your mouth. You got to get this word in your mouth. What's coming out of your mouth? Look at verse 9. Keep going. We're going to keep reading. We'll read all the way to 10. Keep going. Right? Well, if the word is not even in the mouth and in the heart. That's the word of faith which we preach. Keep going. That if thou should confess with thy mouth, that's how you got saved. The Lord Jesus shall believe in thy heart that God has raised you from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Isn't that how you got saved? You believe in your heart and confess with your mouth? I got news for you. That's how, how you got saved is how you work faith. Believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. You want to know what the problem is with people? They don't believe in their heart. And they confess unfaith-filled words. They don't produce nothing neither. The problem is you want to do the speaking. Load it up first. See, you got to put, you know what the Lord told me? I, I told you this. Just let me stay here, okay? We're going slow. God said, you got to teach your words to have power. I said, you can say that again. He said, no, you got to teach your words to have that power. He said, it's your fault. It's not my fault. I said, slow this roll. What do you mean it's my fault? He said, you ain't loading them up. You put beliefs, you put the power in beliefs, not God. God already believed what he spoke. The question is, do you? My question is not God and you. My question is you and God. Everything God said, he spoke with faith. 
The question is this, do you believe it? I'm not trying to convince me about who God is. I'm trying to convince you who God is. And the minute you start saying who God is based upon his word, it'll change your life. This is why you got to get one with this word. You got to get so close to this word, you got you, you to meditate in it to load it. You meditate in the word of God to supercharge it because it's real and true, but it's got to become true to you. You got to meditate in it. You know what I'm saying? You got to roll it over. You got to speak it. And then once you get it, and you speak it. See, speaking is releasing it, but release got to be formed before they ever can ever be released. You can't have, you can't have, you can't have, oh, you know, just, we, we got too much Christianese, you know? Well, we heard it one time, and then we just want to let it rip. You can't just speak unformed beliefs. Don't work. You know what I'm saying? They got to become reality to you. You know what I'm saying? How does it become reality to you? You need to get truth. How much truth do you need? That's up to you. You see what I'm saying? How God anointed Jesus and Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power went about doing good and healed all those oppressed of the devil. You got to load them up in your spirit. And then you know when you release it, man, I'm releasing healing power. That's what God told me, man. You know what's funny? God told me that. He said, you got you to teach your words to have power. You release power in the word. The word's got power, but how much, that's Mark chapter four. How much belief do you put in the word you heard? Well, it might work. Might work kind of faith don't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Now, I ain't telling you, listen to me, guys, when I'm preaching this like this, I'm giving you a bar to go after. You're going to grow in this stuff. You're going to grow. Man, I'm going to get better. I'm going to get so one with this word. I'm going to grow in this thing. And this is what I'm saying. Don't get down on where you're not at. You're getting there. And if you ain't there, you're getting there. I'm going to believe what the Bible says. Now, watch what he said here. Watch this. Go to 10. 10's good. Because this is what I'm showing you. Watch this. Look at, for with the heart, man, what? Ooh, you better get that right now. I'm not going to go quick because I'm, I'm, see, you're ready. You're like, ooh, don't miss it. For with the what? That's your spirit. Man believes God for what? I thought I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are. But are you in right standing with God about everything he said in his Bible? You are not. That comes with agreement. Man, this is so good. Are you paying attention? I'm showing you how to do this. What is this preacher saying? Are you not made? Are you not secreted? Are you not the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus right now because you got born again? Yes, you are. Now, watch it. I'm not picking. I'm, I'm hitting you because I want you to get this. For what the heart man believes on the righteousness, that's your spirit. That's the first Peter 3, 4, hated man in the heart. So with your heart, you believe in the righteousness about what? Whatever the subject is you're looking at. Uh, okay, you think, it's God's, you think it's God's will to prosper you financially? If you just say no, you ain't in right standing with God because God said yes. So you don't have agreement with God where you differ in opinion from who God is. That's why you're going to stay broke the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You got to get in right standing. There's whole denominations don't think praying in tongues is for today. They going to heaven. They just ain't taking the Holy Ghost tongues with them there. They ain't got them. I'm not picking on them. They just don't agree with God, what he's already released in the earth. Whatever you do not agree with what God has already released in the earth, you will live without in the earth. That's why you got to have heart agreement for what the heart man believes on the what? Righteousness or right standing with God. And the guy that's got formed beliefs in the heart, what the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now stop, that ain't just you get saved, that's sozo. That means, what does that mean? That means you got heaven delivered, healed, per, per, you have, you have uh, um, you persevered, Preserver, you, you preserve your life. That, that word ain't just you go to heaven. See, this was it. well, I believe in the heart, I'm righteous, and then I confess with my mouth, I get saved. No, 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 no. This is an ongoing thing after salvation. Are you in a righteous position with God about what he said about forgiveness? No, nah, I don't feel like forgiving these people. They're jerks. Guess what? You're not standing in the righteousness there, and it's affecting your prayer life. Come on, guys. This is where the big boys go to church. Big girls go to church. This ain't little pablum pumping pansy pulpiteer stuff. I ain't playing with you, man. I got, so, I got 45 minutes a week to take you and make you a champion. Come on, dude. I spend 45 minutes a day. You spend 45 minutes a day in a gym training your body. And you give me 45 minutes a week? 
Come on, man. You spend, you spend 20 hours a week feeding your body. You give me 18 minutes on a Sunday. Come on, man. I got to, come on. Give me, I got to come to you. I can't just give you, oh, I pray. God is good. Hallelujah. I break. You see this thing? How do I have righteousness? I have agreement. Where I don't agree with God, I cannot release power out of my mouth. You see it? So this is really important. So I got to have agreement. So what do you need? You need to make sure you are in agreement with God, what he said. Now, nobody knows. Look, man, I'm going to tell you right now. I don't even believe some of this stuff. So I got to go back when the new thing comes up and kind of like go over the stuff I got to go over. Just to re-edify myself in that arena before I open my mouth. Did you catch that? Like, you know what I mean? I got to go back. Like, hey, we got we to get money. Okay, money, money like what, 100 bucks? No, like four, five, six million. Okay, wait a minute, time out. Let me go get my head where I need to be and let's go. You call me up with all your stuff. Some of you in here should have been dead. I said, well, some of you, some of you are supposed to be this. Some of you are supposed to be that. I'm talking about you. I don't know who, do you understand? Some of you are fighting a fight. I got to go, you call me up, you say, hey, pastor, I need this. I was like, okay, wait a minute. I got to go get to a place of faith. I don't just take this light. I got to go, am I ready to release faith on your behalf? Because once I let it go, I can't give it up. I got to hang on to it. You do it, man. You got to do the best you can. And some things you don't know, and what you don't know, don't ask. God will tell you later. You just do never change your theology about who God is based upon an experience. God is God. You don't know what's in people's heart. Leave it alone. Okay? See what I'm saying? So what I got to do? I got to edify before I release. So Donnie calls up and goes, hey, Pastor, we got to believe God. What do you need to believe God for? So I go, okay, he needs to believe? Let's go. And what do you do? Before I let that word come out of my mouth, I make sure my faith is formed. I find my faith being formed from the scriptures. That's what you got to do. Mark eleven twenty. Look at Mark eleven twenty. We're going to go there, okay? Jesus is telling you. He's like, no, bro. He said, I just worked the system that's here. You see this? This is how you do it. Look what Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty. He said, I have the faith of God. Peter gets all excited because the fig tree that Jesus cursed is withered away. Je- Jesus didn't get shocked about it. And in the morning when they passed by, remember the fig tree curse? And when they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And what did Peter say? Keep going. Peter calling the remembrance said to him, Master, behold the fig tree which thou cursed is withered away. Jesus is like, yeah, that's what I do. I speak it and it happens. He don't expect to see nothing different than what he says. But now he, now listen, I know, but he is God. No, he trained himself. He, what's your life going to look like? The moment, the only thing that ever comes out of your mouth is the only thing you want to see in your life. Woo! Because I got, I got that preaching Mark eleven twenty. I was preaching Mark chapter 4, and I said, I know what all these people are thinking. I'm like, oh, power's coming out your mouth. There's like power coming out my mouth. You know how much stupid stuff a day I say? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how much stupid stuff a day I say? I say, me, preacher, I say a day? I ain't talking about cussing. I'm talking about stupid stuff, though. You should see. Oh, I'm bad, man, too. Like, the kids will tell you, too. Like, when I'm driving, oh, I'm so funny. Like, I'm riding. Yesterday, I was doing it. It was so bad. I was watching people walk through. You ever go to Sam's? Yeah, I tell you what the people are thinking while I'm driving. This dude was pushing his car. I was like, look at him. You know what he's thinking right now? Why in the world did I marry her? Hell, she was so mad, this lady. She's like, oh, fussing. I feel, you know, I feel like, you ever watch, you ever watch, you ever watch Eddie Murphy? <laughs> Who that one? Who that one? The Clumps? What that one? Was that the one where he turns into big dude? What is that Eddie Murphy movie? What is it? Nutty Professor. Remember Grandma? Oh, come here, y'all. I'm gonna get you. Ha, I'm gonna get you. I said, that's what she looked like. <laughs> she looked like the Nutty Professor Grandma. She in the back like, oh, come here, Claytis. I won't get you, Claytis. <laughs> oh, my God. It's cracking up. Bro, I laughed so hard. I, I'm a comedy act. You hang out with me, you're going to laugh. I was like, they're getting mad. Daddy, you should say that. I was like, oh, they can't hear me. Jesus, forgive me. Don't worry about it. I'm having fun. That place is a nut house anyway. Yeah. Going there, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> my dude was pushing the carts. I like, look at my dude, look at my dude. He was just jamming out. He had his thing there. He's like, she's a very freaking guy. I was like, he looking at his, he, oh, he looking at, he got Rick James in his ear right there. That dude, you can tell he's getting down. Super freak, hammer time. 
<laughs> That's how I get through the day. Otherwise, I go crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah, I was like, look. So the kids are like, Jesus got to forgive this. I mean, God Almighty. Look, I'm not even perfect. I'm not weird near perfect. I'm messed up, you know? So I'm having fun. So that was my day yesterday. If you want to come hang out with me, I, I appear, you know, throughout the day, periodic places. If you see me, ask me. I'll just tell you what's going on. All right, that was funny. But what am I saying? I am not always letting everything out of my mouth that I want to see. Are you? So here's the deal. If you want to only see what you say, you have to train yourself here. Okay? Now, there is a level where you're going to, you know, you can't be like a robot. Like, you know, can you imagine, well, you know, can you imagine PL? Like, do you love me? Yes, I love you because the Bible says I am supposed to love you like Jesus loved the church. (laughs) That ain't, you know, you have a humanity to you, but you get what I'm saying. You shouldn't be saying things you don't want to see. You have to start disciplining. You could have fun and you could, you could pull the little, you know, nutty professor stuff. It's going to be okay. But the bottom line is this, is that you don't, look, if the nutty professor is going to make me disagree with the word of God, it ain't coming out of my mouth. If the report from the doctor, that's cool. I'm down. I like him. I got him, but. I understand the facts, but now we got to live in the truth. Come on. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. We need miracles. This is different. I'm, different. I'm working with different material than you are, Doc. I appreciate you, but you can't just tell people, oh, that's what the doctor said. Go home and, you know, have a great time. No, you got to say, hey, look, I know what he said, but faith says something different. Come on. You see what I'm saying? I could have fun, and we could be like, you know, we could play, and we could have a good time. We could joke around. But if you're joking around is going to take me outside of what the truth says, I'm not going there, man. I'm not going there. You know, see what I'm saying? You're not. So look what he said. Jesus said this. He said, look, now pop that up there because you need to see this. And in the morning as it passed, he said, yeah, great. Now look what Jesus said. Look what Jesus said. Peter called him and said, what a victory don't you curse? Great. Jesus answered, said to him, have the God kind of faith. Now watch this. Have faith in God or have the God kind of faith. Did Jesus say, have my faith? No, because he was using God's faith like you need to use God's faith. Jesus was not some supernatural special person because he was the son of God. He was just the guy that knew how to use the system. How you speak to that victory, Jesus? He said, I just used God's faith and spoke to it. Now, that blows your theology because you think like, oh, Jesus was so special. He's a super special. I do not want to lighten the anointed one. Please understand me. But God did not say he's a respecter of persons. He is not. Jesus just said, I used God's faith and did it. And if you use it, well, you think he was teaching Peter anyway. Why in the heaven did this dude show up at a fig tree that he said was not the season to have fig tree fruit? That's stupid. He's saying, Peter, you're undeveloped in your faith, and you should have, all you guys are undeveloped, not you, but Peter, Jesus looking at these dudes going, Peter, James, John, and you 12 bozos, y'all should have this kind of faith to speak this stuff and make it happen. But by now you have not, so let me go teach you how to do it. Undeveloped faith in a what? In an undeveloped season produces no fruit. You in a season right now, you should be producing this fruit, and you should be in a season right now where you're doing this stuff, but you're not. Let me show you how to do it. And Jesus, what did he say? He said, I just use God's faith, and you should use the faith of God too. And this is how the faith of God works. Ho-ho! He shows you what to do. He said, this is what you do. Say unto that mountain, be thou removed, pop it up there. Say unto that, verily I say unto you, whoever say unto the mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, 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 but shall believe whatsoever he says shall come to pass. What do you mean doubt in your heart? Where's that? My spirit. Don't get no differing in your spirit from your mouth and your heart. That's a, that's a billion dollar nugget. Let me go slow. What do you mean doubt in your heart? Faith is supposed to be two places, in the mouth and in the heart. What happens if I get doubt in my heart? I'm going to get doubt in my mouth. How do I get mountain moving faith to work? I got to get my heart and my faith. My, I got to get my heart and my mouth to connect in agreement. If I got doubt in my heart, I can't say, say, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall what believe whatsoever he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he says. Did he say you're going to have what God says? He said you're going to have what you say. You got enough power that God, you got enough power that God will say what you say if you start saying what God says. You'll get that on the ride home. <laughs> you want me to say it again? You'll have as much power if you say what God says, and God will start having enough power in what you say when you say what he says. See, the problem is your words ain't lining up. 
He said, what? He said, shall not. Now, I know you're saying, well, I got doubt in my heart. You know what doubt means? Differ. You know what differ means? Difference of opinion. You know where that comes from? Reason. You know how it gets in your heart? You know how it gets in your heart? Because you got to realize something. This is the trick. This isn't like trick, like trick, like trickery. You know what I mean? This is like the thing. You got to learn this. This is what people don't get. This is okay, though. You're learning. This is why you didn't hear teach. I'm teaching. See, what you don't understand is this sometimes, and it took time to get this. It took a lot of studying to get this. Your spirit and your heart connect, and your soul and your spirit connect in your heart. The spirit of man. You have a soulish side within your new you that, if you're not careful, will dominate the spiritual you. And it'll lean over into reason because it's in your spirit. Let me explain something. In your spirit, your recreated human spirit, your soul lives. And your soul's got a voice. You know what I'm saying? Your mind, your will, and your emotions are going, how in the heaven are you going to speak the word and change this mess? And that soul's going, no way, no way, no way. That's why you got to take that grafted word in James 1.21 and make your soul become what? Saved. Because your soul ain't safe yet because your reason kicks in. Your mind goes, how in the world? This is crazy. But what was God trying to show you? He's trying to show you the principles of heaven in Romans chapter 4 where he said this. He said, God who quickened the dead and called those things that be not as though they were. That's what God did. Jesus was just using the Jesus style. Jesus was using the God style and teaching you the Jesus style. Oh, this is what my daddy does. He just speaks to things and changes it. You see it? Was that, did I, I didn't lose you, right? You get what I'm saying? So just check this out, right? And you guys are smart, so just go so. So this, I'm trying to help you, because this, what am I trying to help you see? How can you talk like a moron one minute and talk like God the next? Because your spirit, in your spirit, the real recreated you, your soul's there. And your and your and your recreated you's there. So if you get mad, there ain't no telling what'll come out of your mouth, even though you're a born-again believer. Ain't that good news? Ain't that good news? Don't you feel better about yourself? Look at your neighbor say he's talking about you. Look at the other neighbor say he's definitely talking about you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm about to fight somebody. You know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're just in your soul. Just chill out. Well, two minutes later, you'd be like, oh, God, I love everybody. Oh, God, bless the butterflies. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Three minutes later, you punch somebody and knock them out and rip their head off. Rah. Like, where did that come from? You ever feel like you're two different people? You're doing good. I feel like I'm seven different people. <laughs> I feel like I, I, how many got multiple personalities living inside your head? Thank you for the show of hands. Right? Who's going to show up today? I don't know. It could be scary. I have to control this person. Here's the, here's the New Jersey Italian in me. I know he's there. Here he is. What the heck's going on? I got to shut him down. You know what I mean? Come on. You know what I'm saying? Get it, though. You get what I'm saying? You're not broken. We're training. We're transforming. I know it's funny, but it's true, right? So Jesus say, have the God kind of faith. You can start saying, because that's what we talked about in Luke. Remember we talked about it in Luke? Go look at Luke 17. When he, now, you got to get this, because faith's your servant. Now, you got to get this to work, guys. Because you got to realize this. This is big. Go to Luke 17. You got to see this, okay? 17.6, I think we started with. Is that okay? Put in the King James. I like it better there. And then we'll go look at it. Because here's what you got to understand. So now words are working for you, okay? Now you got to form beliefs. You got to be careful where we pull these beliefs out of because sometimes they're, they're not scriptural as they need to be. And you got to make sure your beliefs are formed on scripture. Because remember this. You're, te- you're, you're speaking out of what you believe, good or bad. So if you speak out of the wrong side of a belief that what, see, because your beliefs, listen to the terminology I give you. Your beliefs must be formed from the word of God. Does that make sense? How many of you know you have beliefs that are formed, but they ain't from the word of God, but they're your beliefs? Because some of you got to realize you, you got to change your thinking. Because you change your thinking, you change your believing, you change your speaking. That's the thing. So why do I believe this? Well, I don't know. Why do you? And can you believe what you believe? Or have you filtered your beliefs through the word of God? Because there's a lot of stuff people believe. People believe a lot of religion. Well, I don't think God wants me to have that. You, he don't and you won't. But he might, probably does, but you ain't going to get it. See what I'm saying? Because I believe this. Well, who in heaven gave you the right to believe what you believe? You don't even belong to yourself. You, I don't know what, what Bible. Is this good stuff? Mom, you're a miracle. You're a good stuff. You know, it's good stuff, ain't it? Yeah. Who, who in the world are you to believe what you want to believe? You ain't even your own. You were bought with a price. You're a purchased possession. You ain't even allowed to believe what you want to believe. You're supposed to believe what God told you to believe. 
And I got news for you. You know why? Because y'all got sold on this lie too. Well, God gave me a free will. No, rebellion gave you a free will. Mm-hmm. It's my life. I do what I want with it. No, rebellion told you that in the garden, and now you're just the living effect of rebellion in the earth. Yeah, that's good, ain't it, Jer? I need a dog. I'm on fire today. Woo! I'm by. Flames are coming off me. Come on. So no, I got to do what I want to do. No, you can't. You never were supposed to. Reason showed up in the garden. Rebellion was the voice of it. Next thing you know, these nitwits think they got free will. You only had yes in your mouth. God never wanted nothing out of you but yes, sir. Nothing but yes. God ain't never asked you to do nothing that's got a no connected to it. And I got news for you. Get ready for this. You ready for this? There ain't nothing God's ever going to ask you from there on forward that has a no connected to it. Because God don't want nothing bad for you. He only wants good for you. Everything God got for you is yes. You just report for duty, yes, sir. Because if God's asking you to do it, trust me, it's good for you. You might not understand how or why, but trust me, it's good for you. Because God don't, don't, don't love you more than anybody. God, oh, God don't want you to be in some jacked up relationship and you fighting it. You're the nitwit. What's wrong with you? God don't want, God don't want you in something because it's no good for you. What kind of warped daddy you think you got? I don't want you in this. God don't want you. Oh, I want to go do this. You better make sure God's in it. I'm going to start this thing, this business. You better make sure God's in that thing. God said, no. I'm so mad. God said, I want something. Let me give you a story. Uh, I want this job. I said, let's pray. They didn't get it. They got mad. I said, you're a dipstick. What you mad about? What you mean? Well, I didn't get it. Well, God didn't want you to have it. Did we pray that God would lead us? You know, you pray prayers. You don't even believe God when he shows up because you want what you want, you little fuzzy-headed Christian. That's all. I want what I want. And if God don't do what I want, I'm going to get mad at him. Ain't that true, though? Yeah. And then God didn't give it to him, and I said, good. Praise God. Because you don't want to go somewhere God don't want you. It looks good today, but it'll be miserable tomorrow. And you'll be in this miserable job, and then God give you a job. And when God gives you a job, and it's not always easy, but guess what? You know you can hang on that word. I got the word from the Lord. I said that he opened the door, and he closed his doors. Right. Ain't that good? That's why we're going to get it. We're going to get the best job. You see what I'm saying? Don't we do this, though? We're so finicky with God. But I want the guy. God's like, no. It probably ain't good for you. I do it, too. I'm a big baby. I get mad at God all the time. I do it, too. God, why don't you give me that? Because it ain't yours. Man, one time, <laughs> man, he'll smack you, too. You get honored with God, he'll smack back. You know? I said, I want that. I want one of those like that. You know? And he said, that ain't yours. That's when you figure out everything in the heaven and the earth is in a kingdom assignment. And you don't want stuff that ain't yours. You only want what God wants you to have. Because guess what? If you get it and it's yours, you got to pay for it. <laughs> I don't want none of that mess. I say, what's mine? Because whatever is mine, you pay for it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yeah, he will. Is it mine? Because I got a desire for stuff, but I want to have the right stuff because I ain't got to pay for it. See what I'm saying? Some of you got under burdens you don't need to be under because you got stuff that ain't supposed to be yours. Yeah, you know how your prayers don't work in certain seasons? Because you got something God never wanted you to have, and now you got to maintain it. The only pain you have in your life are the things that God never wanted in your life. Two things are out. One Something in your life, I'm really on fire. Certain things, some things you got in your life God never wanted you to have. One, two, you're not using the system God gave you to keep it. Somebody just, darn, I thought it was my spouse. No, you're not loving her right. That was funny. He didn't think that, though. One of you is dead. <laughs> Did you get what I said? Yes. Two things. One, something's in your life that God never wanted you to have. Okay, causes total chaos, and your prayers don't work in areas, and you're like getting mad at God, like, why isn't this working? Well, because you messed it up. Grace will get you out, go slow. Or two, you're not using the system God gave you to keep it. We're fighting all the time. That's because you're not using God's system. I can stop anybody from fighting. Use God's system. We're not doing this. We're not, it'll work. Okay, go to Luke. We're gonna be here all day. Okay, you gotta go home. It's a holiday weekend. You got Monday off. You got Monday off, most of you, so I should take extra time. You don't? You gotta work? Well, somebody's gotta work there. How are we gonna get food? If you're not there, if you're not there, we're not going to be able to go to Publix. And the Lord said, and, and the Lord said, if you had faith, oh, wait, go to five. Do I like five? Jerry, do I? Yeah, that's it. And the apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. 
So I say, hey, let's get next level faith. Who wants supreme faith? Who wants next level faith? I want next level faith. I do like the message, though. We can use the message after it. Not now. Thanks. Increase our faith. Watch six. He says, this is so good. Keep going. He said, and the Lord said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you might say. Come on, we've been here. But you need to hear this over a little bit. If you had faith, you might what? Say. Now watch everybody's like, oh, mustard seed. And everybody brought out the little scripture. Y'all remember we went to church like that? They pulled out the little seed. You can't even see the seed. I'll get rid of that mess. I don't care how big the seed is. He said, if you got faith, you might. Say. So here's my question. How much saying you got? You're saying showing me where your faith's at. I ain't saying nothing. Good job locating where your faith's at. I'm not saying nothing. You need to be talking a whole lot more than you're talking. Talking. Faith-filled words. I don't say nothing. If you had great faith as a grain of mustard seed, you would say, hello, what did I tell you? If you don't have enough faith to move your mouth, you are not going to move a mountain. If you had faith as a seed, you'd say. Faith as a seed would say. Mark chapter 4. Faith, seed, say. Which, now, the question is, what you been saying? So I talk all day long. Bunch of unbelieve. Brother Hagin, man, he cracked me up. He's over there. He was up there in the pulpit one time. He went over there. He said, I can tell you if you're a Christian. I said, dude, this is going to be good. He said, I'll tell you if you're a Christian. He goes, y'all telling me you're a Christian. And Brother Higgins started preaching, man. It'd get hot in there. He hit me in the head one time. Oh, my God. I blanked out. He came walking down the aisle. It felt like Thanksgiving. This is what it felt like. You know Thanksgiving morning when your mama got the oven on for like six hours? And you crack it, and it's like torching your eyebrows? That's what it felt like when he got near me. I want them to get away from me. I was like, get away from me. I was working, you know. He smacked me in the head, bit me in the head. I conked out, woke up later. I was like, I don't know what happened. Probably living it right now. God bless the Lord. Yeah, I was thinking about that. He said, you know what? He goes, I'll tell you if you're a Christian. He goes, we're going to put a tape recorder on you for 24 hours, and we're going to play it. And then we're going to come back and play it, and I'll tell you how good, I'll show you how much of a Christian you are after we play your tape. I was like, oh, my God. I knew some of those guys in school. I was like, I don't want to hear the tape. I don't want to hear three hours of these guys, let alone 24 hours. What was he saying? He said, it's easy to talk like this in here, but what do you talk like when you're with your friends? What do you talk like when you're at work? Now, I'm not saying you got to be one of those, don't be one of those crazy Christians. You know what I mean? Like you're talking to natural people like, hi, hi, I'm blessed and highly favored. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. Praise be to God. You just asked them how their day was going. They gave you the whole book of Ephesians. I don't need all that. Just act normal, man. Stop acting. And don't tell them you're from relevant if you're weird. You know, say you're like one of them weird Christians, like, do I work flying around? Like, oh, I felt the whole, did you feel the wind? The guy's like, the air conditioner just came on. Chill out. Like, where do you go to church? Relevant. Nah, tell them you go to Methodist church, Episcopalian, something. Don't be, tell them you're Catholic. Catholic means universal. Y'all Catholic anyway. Come on. Don't be telling you, come here, I get a phone call on you. Because if they call me here, I'm going to tell them the truth. <laughs> yeah, they a little weird. <laughs> they kind of special, but yeah, we're working with them. <laughs> Now everybody got one. You always meet him in the grocery store, too. I don't know how you work there and not get it all done. Right? Guy giving you his card. Hello, I'm a prophet. <laughs> one time a dude hit me up. He's got a card. I'm a prophet. Flowing the prophetic ministry. In case you need me, pastor. I was like, yeah, we're going to need you. And you know where we were? Produce section. I said, all the fruits and nuts show up here anyway. God's honest truth, bro. Had a card and everything. PL was with me. I was like, this dude really giving me a produce section fruit card about how you profit. Okay, the dude's like, I'm a prophet. You need me. I'll come to your meeting. God bless you. God bless you. I'm getting a word right now. I was like, I got a word. It's time for me to go. Whoa, okay. Don't just chill. It's funny. It's true. You all know one. You probably are one or you got one in the family. So read the Bible. Stay with me. I can help you. We don't, you don't got to tell us what you do for a living. We can see the fruit on your tree. If you don't see the fruit on the tree, you, you might got to stay a little longer in the incubator. I don't know. And the Lord said, if you got faith like a seed, you might say on this tree, be plucked up and be planted seed. It'll obey you. What's he saying? He said, I'm using that same system I found in Romans. He called those things that be not as though they were. He's speaking things into existence. I'm following the footsteps of God, even though I'm Jesus. See, that's the thing. Did Jesus say, follow my faith? He said, no, I got the God kind of faith working. 
He said, I'm in the system, man. And once you see how the system works, you work the system. But here's the problem. This is the key. I told you this. See, here's the thing. We all don't want no more faith projects. Boy, I'm going to set you straight today. We don't want no more faith projects because faith projects usually carry burdens of toil and labor. No more. No more. Look at this next verse. He starts talking. He said, what's you got to serve it? See, this is why going in perpetual revelation is so important because God gives you more access to increase because you guys are hungry and you've been coming to church. Now, you see, my God, if I start believing God for that, you know what kind of fight I got? Look, I ain't stupid. I know what's going on. You're thinking like, man, I don't need another faith project, Pastor Chris. You know how much work I got right now hanging on? I'm just trying to stay sane, bro, let alone let's go believe God for another thing. Look, I'm going to locate you, man. This is what my job is. Dude, bro, I know, man. I'm just trying to make it to tomorrow, bro. I don't even care if, you know what? As long as nothing bad happens, I'm living a good life. I don't even want to try to go to this next level faith. I can live an okay life. You know Supreme? You know Supreme? You ever see the logo? It says Supreme Life. You know, that's a brand. You know, all you people just be like, you know what? I don't, just give me a replica. <laughs> that's really funny. You know, these kids running around with a Supreme bag. That's these five grand, bro. You know that's fake. Come on, somebody, right? Come on. Come on. That's what we do in Christianity. Like, it's cool, but you know, the real one's 15 grand. I can just live with the fake one. It's 20 bucks. I could have replica faith. Boy, this is good. I don't need all that good life stuff. I just live an okay life. That is not what God signed you up for. God signed you up for the best life now. But I know what happened. I'm taking the labor out of this. You seeing this? Because you like another faith because you believe in God for kids. You believe in God for stuff. We believe in God for finances. We believe in God for a bunch of stuff, right? We believe in God for everything, right? We all do it. And I know some of you believe, mom, we believe in mom. We had to go in there and dig in, man. I don't know where some of you at. You know, we got to believe, man. This is a new brand new season. We got to believe. Man, Pastor Chris, don't put no more stuff on me. I'm done. I'm tired. Now, I'm giving you a word that just set you free. That's why coming to church today was supernatural for you. Watch this. He said, I know. He said, look. He said, he explains. Now, look what he says. He said, what do you have in a servant plowing the field? He's just talking about faith. Now he's talking about plowing the field with cattle? He's saying, no. He said, look. He said, he said, what are you having a servant plowing the field? Carol said to him, when he's coming for the field, go sit down and eat. Or what you write or send him, look at verse 8. Keep going. And then we're going to go look at it, a message from 5. You're not rather saying, make ready where I get something. Now, the King James reads a little weird, so when we read it in that message, it's going to make more sense. And, and serve me till I've eaten. And then you can sit down and you can eat. Now, go to verse 5 in the message. It's going to make more sense. He's saying this. He says, you ain't got no employee. You say, hey. Good job working the fryer. Now go sit in my office and eat some lunch and let me help you out. No, they work for you. They're doing what they're paid to do. He likens faith into a servant. That is not rude. Please don't say And some of you get like, oh, you should be, be quiet and listen. What he's saying is this. What should you have somebody working for you that you got to applaud them for doing their job you just paid them for? Nobody does that. They want, now they're trying to get you to do that, but you don't got those kind of employees around. No, what did he say? He said, you, do, you just did what you were supposed to do. Don't think it a strange thing when faith does what it's supposed to do. It's your servant. Now we're flipping the mentality because now it's like, I thought I was working for faith, but now faith's working for me. My God, you see it? Now you're ready to go get 50 projects for this stuff because I ain't got to do the labor. How many of you can sell jobs all day long if you don't got to do the work? Thank you. Now you're seeing it. How many of you could sell jobs all day long if you ain't got to do the work? Sold. Yes, sold for the bidding. Yes, sold. So you ain't got to go in the field. You ain't got to do no paperwork. You ain't got to do nothing. Yes, I agree. Yes, I'll take that deal. Give me that deal. Give me that. You be working all day. You ain't got to do no paperwork. You ain't got to go buy no tickets. You just, yes and amen. You just cashing checks. I could work like that all day long. Why do some of you not pursue deals? Because you don't want the work it takes to get the deal. And that's okay because you're tired and I understand it. And it ain't that much money. But guess what? When you know you don't got to do the work, you're taking $5, $10, $100. Why? Because now I'm in the, I don't have to do the labor. I just reap the harvest. This is what faith does. Look what it says. Look what it says. The apostles came up and said, hey, give us more faith. Watch. It's going to read tight. Look what he says. The master said, you don't need more faith. There's no more or less in faith. That's what I've been telling you all your life. You either got it or you don't. You got more faith. You got giant faith, tiny faith, big faith, 
40 milliliter faith. Now, you're either in faith or not. Faith is now, you're either in or out of it. It's not a measure. You receive the measure to access every promise of God. You know what that means? He gave you enough to get everything the Bible said you can have. We read the measure thing and got all weird, like, oh, I got great fruit, little fruit, tiny fruit. Now, the Roman centurions one time here. Just stay with this and read this with me. If you have a kernel of faith, size of a poppy seed, you could say, tree, go jump in a lake, it'll do it. Now, watch the back end. Watch the back end. Now, this is what I want you to get. Now, pay attention. Use the whole days for this when you go home. And it's not because it says coffee. Coffee's a good idea. Suppose one of you has a servant who comes in from plowing the field or tending the sheep. Would you take his coat, set the table, and say, sit down and eat? But wouldn't you more likely be able to say, prepare dinner, change your clothes, and wait tables for me until I'm finished my coffee, then go to the kitchen and feed yourself? He's saying, come on, man, be real. Y'all act like y'all. Oh, man, bump that. I'm paying you. Go get my stuff. You know, I make Gigi make my coffee during the day. You know, she's homeschooled. It costs me money for her. So I said, I said, what are you going to do? She says, we were doing everything. She goes, I'll be your assistant. I said, okay, go, go make coffee. So I said, go make coffee. So I told her the other day, I pay her. So I said, go make my coffee. She's like, Arr! I said, hey, I'm paying you. She's like, okay, Dad. <laughs> Real quick, she, she, has, she, has, she has selective memory. And then I go, I'm paying you. I don't make my coffee let you sit there in a chair staring at the phone. Right? It was funny, but I said, what? I said, I'm paying you to be my assistant. Go make the coffee. And don't, I'm not going to clap because you do what I pay you for. Well, I made your coffee. She told me that. I don't care less. I paid you for it. It's the same mentality. You get what I'm saying? Because some of you don't employ people, but it's, okay, say you paid somebody to do something for you, and they did their job, and they said, they're saying, hey, I did the job, man. Well, I just paid you. Well, you should clap for me because I did what you paid me to do. Matter of fact, Next time, like, the repairman comes out, hey, bro, I'm $60 an hour. Okay, cool. Are you? You going to fix myself? Yeah. Yeah, I'm 60 bucks an hour. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the plumber. No matter of fact, I'm $75 an hour, and I'm the plumber, and I'm just going to sit here, and now, bro, my tools are in the car. You go fix your sink, bro. And I'm on the clock starting now. Go ahead. Get the bag of tools. No, nah, no, nah, that ain't how you do it. Rico, YouTube it. You'll figure it out. Getting paid by the hour, man. Made a... No, yeah, yeah, yeah. What you... Oh, the wrenches? They're in the car. Go in the van. Get it. Who in the world thinks like this? Nobody, bro. He said, why would you think faith would respond any other way to what it's been told to do? Because I got news for you. He gave you his faith. And the reason that tree is listening is because when his faith shows up, it obeys him. But I got news for you. Faith obeys you. So whatever you send faith on an assignment to go do, God gave you the faith, his faith for it. To say, oh, mountain, you got to go. Now that mountain might not listen to you, but it'll listen to God's faith. But I got news for you. Faith will listen to you every time. It's a law. And that's what he's saying. Faith will listen to you. And it will listen to faith, whatever it is. Did you get that? It has to. Now, once you start, once you start brainwashing yourself to this, did you see what I said? And it will. It what? It sycamine tree. What was the sycamine tree? Listen, the faith of God, because you got it. Galatians two twenty. He gave you His faith to go use in the earth. Abraham gave you His faith. God gave you His faith. You got God's faith. So when you say, "Hey, now you got to get one with this word. You got to get close to it. Make it one with you." And once you make it one with you by obeying it and honoring it and listening to it and subjecting yourself to it, receive with meekness, humility, the engrafted word which is able to save your soul. Meekness means humility. Just receive it. And then what do you do with it? Engrafted means what? Has supercharged power to change your life. Now you start to be. So what does it do? What does it do? The tree, the mountain, the problem, the obstacle, it obeys faith. What does faith do? Faith obeys you. You thought you were working for faith. No, faith's working for you. That's why once you form it and release it, it's going to go do its work. Just thank God. Why? It's on assignment. It's going to do what it's supposed to do. You see it? Is it your faith? No, it's God's faith. He gave you his faith to go use in the earth. What you doing with it? You, you got unemployed faith all over you guys. 
You got faith in the unemployment line waiting. Put the thing to work, bro. Things like I'm unemployed, I got nothing to do. I'm, 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 who you with? I'm with this joker over here. He don't do nothing but complain. <laughs> who you with? I'm over here with this dude. This dude, all he do is talk unbelief. I can't even, I, he ain't even put me on a project. Last time I've been on a project with this dude was 1973 when he first got saved. He quit there using me. I just sit here all day long in the unemployment line with no projects. That ain't going to be me, bro. My faith in trouble. I just like loading. Go, go, go. Angels are freaking out in heaven right now. Ah, oh, Sarno's screaming and yelling about something. Let's go. No, be serious. That's how you do it. And then faith gets released and angels get on assignment. They take off. And all you got to do is just sit back. See, because you thought you were working for faith. Faith's working for you. Go and employ that thing. Send it. He said, faith's your servant. What do you mean faith? Is faith a person? Faith's a belief connected to a person. Faith's a belief connected to a person. He is the word. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Come on, you see what I'm saying? It's what God wants you to have. You send faith like a rocket. Did you get this? It's good, right? Yeah, right? Did you pull it in? Go listen to the last three days. Now work on yourself because I want you to have this stuff. Look, man, let me tell you. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you what, not being weird. I guarantee you what I'm telling you is 100% on. You just got to go back, listen to Wednesday, go back, listen to Thursday, put it together, tie it in, and go, oh, now I'm starting to see it. You're going to get better at this stuff. Who taught us this stuff? We didn't know this stuff. We didn't know it. Now that we know it, we know we got to do something with it. Man, you ain't, you ain't behind. We can catch up real quick. I'll tell you, faith will move time. It'll speed you up. How in the world does he, you ever think of this? He said this. Jesus blew me out with that one. He said, I can redeem time. How in the heaven are you going to redeem time? I thought you got to live time to redeem it. He said, now faith can redeem time. That means he'll speed you up. He'll give you in a day what should have took a thousand years. How are you going to do that? He's God. I don't know how he does it. Who cares? Just put your faith out there. Employ your faith to go to work. Amen? Come on, stand up with you. You did great. I kept you for a minute, but you did great. How many, are you liking, how many are you liking living the supreme life? Are you liking living the supreme life? Better be. Come on. Hallelujah. Lift your hands to heaven. Now, here's what you got to do. You got to become word people. Now, wait. Before you close your eyes, listen to me. Okay, this is what I told them at 9 o'clock. I really felt this. You know that engrafted word? I said, God, how in the world? I'll talk about this next week. I said, God, how in the world are they going to do this? Because I don't like the cliffhangers of church. I'm like, how are they going to do it? He said, they got to become one with the word. I said, what does that mean? Like one with the word, like, hey, you know, abide in me, John 15, I get it. I'm like, how do they abide in the word? So this is what I got. I got James 1. You know where it says, you know, get rid of the foolishness, superfluity, and naughtiness. That's just clean up your act with your talk and stuff like that. He said, receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your soul. Engrafted means like, you know, you ever see somebody with skin graft? I got a buddy's got one. It's mad. It's really wild. They took a square patch out of his hip and put it on his arm. And it grafts right in. You could tell, you could tell it's different skin. Because, you know, you got skin on your leg is lighter than the skin on your arm, you know? And I was like, man, you could tell, but you cannot tell, like, if you touch, you know what I mean? You can see the patch, but it's like, it's in there. It ain't like crinkly or nothing. It's like skin, you know? I don't know how to explain it, you know what I'm saying? And you go, wow, that's real. It grafted in. That's what you do with the word of God on your heart. You put that seed in you, you leave it long enough, and it'll... And sooner or later, you become one with it. Just like that piece of skin, you can see the patch. I'm telling you, we were playing golf. It was funny, and I could see the patch. I said, oh, that's where you got that graft, man. And it was like this. You can see it like, look like a flag, you know, because it's a square. But it's right in. Like, you could go, you could, like, pull on it. No, no, it's, it's it become one part. See what I'm saying? That's what you do with the word. You leave it in there long enough till it grass over your heart. And you become one with it. Don't take it out. Leave it in there. Let it do its process. Now, let me ask you a question. They took a piece of skin. And they put it on there. What would happen in three days? They pulled it off. It wouldn't have grafted. You got to leave it. Got to leave it there. Anybody got a skin graft in here? Anybody? Did anybody ever do it? Anybody? Raise your hand. Anybody? Nobody? You got a skin graft? Yeah, he'll tell you, right? It stood on that skin. It came one just like the other skin, didn't it? He said, yeah. Takes a little time, though. Why? It's, 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 it's laying over, and it's become what? And now it's doing this. See, the thing is this. You may... What do you think he's saying? Be conformed, be transformed, be metamorphosed. How you, how you start that metamorphosis? You put that word in you, you don't take it out. Just leave it in there. Don't mess with it. And it'll morph over. 
And guess what? Next thing you know, you become one with that word, and then sooner or later, you'll just know, boom, I got this thing, man. And when you let it rip out of your mouth, phew, creative power. See, we have words that are creative force. The thing is this, they have to be formed beliefs before they ever can be released with power. You know? That's a lot of word, bro. That's why I told you, man, I'm coming loaded. You better keep your seat. Some of you keep your seat because there are people around the world should be here. Watch what happens the closer we get to nothing working. You got to have to live by faith. Stuff's going to come out the sky, bro. I don't care. Man will fall out the sky. We'll command it. I don't care where we go with this thing. I'm serious. You, think you know what I'm saying? I know you guys don't think we're kidding. But you got, you, now you guys never had to believe more for divine health a moment in your life than now. Ain't it true? Look, man, there's people have been living like this for decades, man, out of the country. Now, America, you start to learn. Dress rehearsal's over, baby. It's time to live this life of faith. You need it. You got to have it. Now, I'm talking be practical and be normal, do your stuff. But guess what? You still got to live by faith now. It's time. You guys did great today. So when I got you lifting your hands, this is what I want you to do. I want you to become one with this word. Does that make sense? So I'm going to pray for you. When you pray, we're going to confess together. I just need you to get one with the word. You're going to get great at this. You're growing in this. Just lift your hands to heaven. Say this out loud. Say, Jesus, help me become one with the word. I want to be a word person. I want the word of God to be the first and final authority of my life. Thank you, Father, for leading me, guiding me, helping me become the word person I need to be from this day forward. When I see it in the Bible, I'm going to believe it, conform my life to it, and transform my life by it. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. And everybody said, amen. amen. Clap like you received some today. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.